Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Today on Popcorn Talk, it's a crisis on infinite secret wars as Marvel movie news and DC movie news do a crossover holiday special. We're going to talk about all of our favorite moments from 2019 and what we're looking ahead to in 2020. Let's get started. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Damn it. It's usually me. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to Popcorn Talk for this crossover holiday special. Yeah, we try to do it every year, and I'm excited that uh, we're, we get to do it again. Came together a little last minute, but we get to talk with our friends from DC Movie News. I'm Zach Wilson. Adam Gertler's here. Yes, I'm very happy to be here, and I'm loving this music we're getting introduced to. I am in it. I am deep in it. How are you feeling, Roxine? <laughs> I'm feeling like our debauchery is about to overtake. Like, I don't know if Marvel Movie News is ready for DC Movie News ridiculousness. Is this like this the moment. Trans-Siberian Orchestra we I got going it right is. here? It sounds an awful lot like <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Gotta love them. Uh, Roxy Stryer. That is me, I am she. <laughs> Christian Blatt is over there. Happy holidays, release the Santa cut. <laughs> Damn troll. Wearing a very nice Spidey uh, Christmas sweater that's lighting up. It lights up. up for those on uh, on Apple Podcasts. That's it's causing, fantastic. It's causing our cameras to freak out. It's, it's not. Right. So, <laughs> Zia Anderson is over there. Hello, that's me. I'm just impressed that we managed to fit five of us yeah. at this desk. Kind of easily, too. Yeah. With, like, space in the middle. Yeah. And yeah. room for, like, cookies and pieces on the desk. We could, put, we could put Ryan right there between Adam and Roxy. Let's just, get him in there. You guys are, like, doing the whole Christmas thing. You got, like, the, the cool colors on. We came in black. I don't know, guys. Let's see how this makes. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting <laughs> show. On Adam's planet, that symbol means Merry Christmas. Oh. Yeah, it is red. There is red. I, I mean, I figured, I figured yeah. it counted. It Absolutely. Christmas is a time for hope, wants... right? It kind of yeah. tracks. Yeah. Here, somebody put that if on. If wants to wear a hat, I have an extra <laughs> Roxy, one. Roxy, Roxy you're okay with in a oh, Christmas She's hat, not going right? to enjoy this at all. So Do I look like I want to wear this Christmas hat Just on top of camera. my amazing oh, yeah. Ariana Grande hair? On top of us being, on top of us being <laughs> the two DC people, we're also two Jews at the table. Yeah, three. We got three Jews. There's Wait, did we separate ourselves (laughs) (laughs) unintentionally? Well, anyway, we're going to move past that. We'll blame Ryan for that. Uh, But yeah, so we just wanted to celebrate this year. Because this 2019 was a crazy year for comic book movies and television. Can we just reflect on... Yes, I know. I told Can you, we reflect me. on silencing our phones? <laughs> yes, yes. Guys. you should. No, but well, I, like, I, I agree with it's... you, and it's wild because as we were putting together the rundown last night, I was like, I need help, Zach, because did I mess? Like, I, I had listed like thirty TV shows, and I was like, I know I missed some Marvel ones. You weren't it, even using Google or anything; yeah. you were just going off the I top was, of your head. First, I was going off the things I watch, so that was twenty shows this year that I watched that are comic book shows, at least. And then I was going off of Google Lists, but Google Lists don't even have everything. They don't. Because, like, I, I don't even know, but the animated, like, all the different apps, do those count on these lists? It's wild how much you, content we I, got. We, well, this list that you, that you put together doesn't even include, like, all of the, like, what would you say, like, it's children's animation shows, right. which is a whole other level of stuff. Did you, but you did miss a few. Just a couple. Yeah, but, I'm like, sure. Like, yeah, there's just so Did you many. ever think there'd so be many. a time growing up as a fan that you wouldn't be able to see all the shows based on like major comic properties, like not even other stuff, but no. even all the Marvel DC? There's, it would be impossible to see it all unless it was your main job. Yeah, no. When I was a kid, it was like animated cartoons, and that was it. Like there was the X Men anim- animated series, there was like Iron Man, there was um, the Batman series, like all of those animated shows. But there was no live action. Yeah, it fit into about a you know maybe ninety minute block of your week. 
yeah. you would watch all of the content. Saturday I mean, I, I remember the live action Flash show from the early nineties. Oh, me too. And I that loved was it. yeah, and and that was like that was the one though. And then maybe not until Lois and Clark did you get another thing that was even yeah. you know tangentially connected. There was USA Swamp Thing long running oh, in there. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Well, exactly because I never. How many times are you going to say Swamp Thing in today's episode? Well, this <laughs> was, we actually did the Swamp Thing show together, so we actually have a, a frame of reference. Well, no, you thing. and I did Jessica Jones. Oh, we did Jessica yeah, Jones. Same oh, difference. We okay. Oh. Same Swamp show, Thing basically. was this year. Uh-huh. Yes. Right. Yes. That's insane to me. Yeah. Or at least some of the. See, I can't even were... remember who was on the panels of the shows right. that I talked about the shows. That's how peak superhero content we are at right now. But so mm-hmm. let's let's get into moment, like because we could talk about whole projects the <sighs> whole the whole time, but in a year that had everything from. Uh, Joker, which may be nominated for Best Picture, to Avengers Endgame, which capped off 10 freaking years of movie making and broke the box office record for most money that Disney can take in in one fell swoop, uh, which they will try to beat consistently. Um, What were the standout moments for you this year? I'm going to start at the other end of the table, unless Zia's not ready for me to throw to her, which is why I'm going to keep talking while she thinks of something to say. She's there. No, but yeah, standout moments. There were were so many, but obviously Endgame was huge. I mean, that was the one, we were talking about this before the show. I literally was like whacking my husband while I was watching the movie because I was so excited about these moments. Like, I was hitting him out of excitement. It was was like excited hits. Um, Joker was a highlight for me. I absolutely absolutely love that movie. I saw it twice and then I went back and watched Taxi Driver because and <laughs> while it is similar, I still think it's its own. It's it's completely own thing and so that was that was a really big standout moment. Um Shazam, I also watched 3 times. I watched it on the plane when I was coming back here like last week and I was like, I forgot how much I love right, this. Yeah, stop taking all the moments. Yeah. I'm sorry. Everybody can see Christian, what, what, what's uh, it up to it, you? It, it has to start with Avengers Endgame just because there's so many moments within there that uh that we could pick from, but uh you know, we talked about this on Marvel movie news. Zach and I went to a screening together and uh, I think I cried five times. My wife was so angry because I had never cried in front of her and yet I cried five times in front of Zach. <laughs> so, uh, but I, I, I loved Shazam and uh, the only other one I'll mention is just Joker because it's just such a very different kind of movie. I mean, the fact that you're even comparing it to Taxi Driver tells you that it is, you know, I think I think even Francis Ford Coppola would have liked that movie from a, as a superhero movie. Roxy. A couple of things for me. Number one, the fact that not just seeing Endgame, but having it be this week right now where Star Wars has come out and has a 50-something on Rotten Tomatoes, and that capped off many, many years. The fact that Endgame seems to be universally loved, the fact that people just were so obsessed with it, yes, of course, some people have issues, but in general, that people thought it was one of the best movies of all time, what it was able to accomplish is so different than any other franchise. And for DC, it's not a specific movie, but... We are no longer the redheaded stepchild. The tone seemed to change this year, where it's no longer that DC sometimes has a decent movie. We had a great year for movies and TV in DC, and I just think the conversation's changing around. Yeah, just to interject to stretch out DC back one month to make it the last thirteen months. I mean, there was Aquaman too. So the mm-hmm. run from Aquaman until now has been so great. And How dare I, you bring up twenty eighteen? <laughs> hey, it's an important part of the conversation. Uh, Adam, what are you? What are you? What are you? Yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no single better moment. And I so agree with my co-host here. The single greatest moment that I've felt in a theater since ever is like when Captain America gets that hammer because people have been talking about what fan service is and when it's done right, and when it's done wrong. And if that moment isn't fan service, I don't know what is. But I certainly didn't know it was happening then. I didn't know I wanted. I forgot about it. They hit it out of the forefront of my brain, and it stuck the landing of what they were trying to do, which is really because. Kevin Feige was George Lucas. He was the guy producing all those films, and the fact that they were able to stick the landing, it's its not surprising that Star Wars has struggled to do it because they're kind of picking up halfway and working off of committee, and they're engineering the, mar- the magic. What Marvel does so well is it creates the feeling of Marvelness that I loved in the comics as a kid, which is the interconnectivity, the belonging to the, the private club. And that's what a moment like that is. It's a payoff. Simple CGI and effects can't do it alone without the other part of it, the human part. So to that, to me, was just so impressive. Uh, and then, of course, yeah, for, for DC to show that we've had three totally very different films uh, in a row, successful, heading into Birds of Prey, which is a big X factor, and then, like, mm-hmm. the, the uh, you know, well, we're going to get to what we're looking yeah. forward to. But, yeah, 2019 was exciting because... 
we are, yeah, people know that Marvel and DC give you two different kinds of things, and you might want them both. Yeah. I mean, for me, awesome. like, the, the hammer in the hand was, like, I've never felt such exhilaration in a movie <laughs> theater. Not just for myself, but from, like, the people around me. Yeah. Because it was, a, it was forgive me, it was an electric moment. <laughs> uh, uh, but that, uh, I'll say one word, and, it, like, uh, cheeseburgers. Uh, made me cry every single time I saw it in theaters. Um, but also, the stand a standout for me was Watchmen this year mm-hmm. was it that was like you made prestige television with superheroes in a way that like Daredevil's wonderful. I love Jessica Jones. I could watch those shows forever. Watchmen did it and elevated everything. I mean it was leftovers. Which I know Roxy, mm-hmm. you know, Roxy and I love talking about leftovers. Roxy, how, how about every time I say Damon Lindelof, Ryan has a little bit of an orgasm in there. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Our amazing producer, but, Ryan Nelson. But he booth. made the leftovers with superheroes in it, and it was wonderful. Yeah. And it was something that I would have, if you'd asked me a year ago or like two years ago, like literally any other name attached to it, I would have said, why would you do that? Like, what was, even when they said Lindelof, I was like, yeah, we'll see what he does, because I trust. Damon Lindelof after what he's was yeah. what he has accomplished, but what then he he did even more. He did more than I thought he was going to do. Shoutouts in the chat right now, guys. People are all sounding off with their favorite moment. If you're not watching this live, make sure you comment later. I go back and read all the comments. I'm sure you guys do too, and I love to hear everybody's favorite yeah. superhero moments. Uh, a lot of caps with the hammer. We're getting a lot of that in here. Beeping Goat 22 says, when Cap caught the hammer, I made a noise I didn't know I could make. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Which I absolutely love. And then I know that this isn't uh, necessarily what we're talking about, but the Comics Defender says, not a movie, but the boys on Amazon was my jam. Just in general for comic book content this year. It was... It was such a great year to be a superhero fan, a comic book fan, uh, a Marvel, a DC, DC, a nerd, all of those things. Uh, so I, I love that you guys are all putting in your moments right now. I love I Star Drew. It, like this, just it was almost as good at, as far as like chills go as the hammer moment on your left. Oh yeah, the portals. Yeah. I literally felt it in my spine each time a hero came through a portal. And, and, but that's just that's just a perfect example of something that you can excuse and is completely ridiculous. If you really establish your world and you let the audience in on that, because those portals, we had a whole movie about those freaking portals. <laughs> portals just aren't showing up. It's that idea of living with something, earning it, and then when it comes back, it's already part of the lexicon. And they stuck a landing. So do you guys feel like 2019 was a sort of a shifting point for superhero cinema and television? Or is this just, because of Endgame, it feels like we've reached like a pinnacle, which we're, it can either you can either shift and keep going up, or you, it, it's the top of a peak and you can start going down. Do you think this was either one of those things? Um, not necessarily. I think that it... It was a pinnacle in a way just because, like you said, it's a culmination of 10 years. For Marvel, it's a culmination of 10 years of these movies coming to a head. And you've you've grown... A lot of people have grown up with these superheroes. So it's like kind of... It's kind of like kind of part of why you're crying is because you're saying goodbye to a lot of these heroes. I mean, it was certainly true for Cap and for, for Tony. Um, and same thing for, you know, DC. Now you're getting a lot of these. And granted, a lot of the DC movies that people were crapping on, I legitimately liked more than, than a lot of people said. But again, we're getting this shift. Um, I definitely think that... I don't know if we're going to go up from here or if it's going to even out. I'm just excited to see what we're going to get next. It's more like, oh, we have so much more to look forward to because there's all of this content out there with comics and we now get to see it on the big screen and it's just going to be exciting to see what we get next. Yeah, I think it's a, definitely is a paradigm shift. I think there's a lot of, you know, with this with the Skywalker saga ending and the and the and the Infinity saga ending and then like, you know, getting Marvel opening with like a, a seamless like more Winter Soldier level film and Black Widow like so smart. It's so smart to know, to try to be ahead of what the audience is going to expect and not just ramp up for the sake of ramping up. And yeah, I, I think so. So Marvel is going to now, there's so many different ways they could go. Yeah. And so much time. I mean, there's things that aren't even touched and you know what I'm talking about beyond phases. So they can keep 
keep this at a slow simmer. They have no pressure to escalate to the next Infinity War kind of thing. And I think DC is just figuring out that they can operate in all these different levels, too. And these small films are now definitely... These small adult films are 100%. A billion dollars proves it going to be part of what they do moving forward. I think that's what's so exciting is that both companies now are realizing... that. To me, Endgame shifted the conversation for both companies. I'm curious if you guys see that. It's going the same way. Well, that, Justice like, League did a lot of that for us before that mm-hmm, even happened. Mm-hmm, I, so totally, I disagree yeah. because we'd be talking Justice League two and and possibly three if that had worked. That's true. That's fair. And so maybe it just like maybe I'm just seeing it on the on the end game side. But like now it feels like both companies, regardless of those team ups, are realizing like they have to make the movies so unique before they can put anything out. That if you look ahead at this this slate, like next year, like Birds of Prey looks nuts. That doesn't look like an, any other movie that they've done so far, and neither does Eternals. Or neither, and Black Widow looks different. It looks somewhat like a spy movie that we're used to, but in a good way. That's like you haven't done this on in a comic book movie yet. I think I think DC stopped looking at Marvel as much as they were looking at Marvel. So I don't think they looked at Endgame like, ooh, we want to do that now. I mean, which what franchise doesn't want to make an Endgame? Oh, I mean day? the opposite. It's like, oh, that's done with. We can move into a completely new oh, territory. I don't think so. I think DC looked at their own history and was like, uh, what we're doing is not working. Let's hit a bunch of singles and then let's reassess. Right. Like, just make some good movies I, and then like we'll talk about the rest later. Because I think that yeah. Endgame only works because we cared about so many of those characters over time. And, you know, I think if... It didn't even have to be 10 years, but if you had a few more movies before you did a Justice League, you know, if there had been a Cyborg movie, if there had been the Flash movie, yeah. I think you're more invested in it. And then it's it's earned, and then maybe, you know, because look, the first Avengers wasn't Endgame. So if, the first, if Justice League had been a little bit more like Avengers and not on this grand scale, I think it would have worked. But I think just abandoning ship, at least for now, and like, you know, just make a bunch of characters they like... Because you know they're all going to team up at some point, just not right now. Yeah, and, and I think you also it does level the playing field because now that we've used all the Cap movies for now and all the Iron Man movies from now, we're far away from a, another Guardians movie. You have yes, Eternals is going to be big, but it's completely unknown right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an unknown thing. Black Widow is like this weird uh, coda to what happened in Endgame and, and, and almost like a palate cleanser between like after a big uh, crossover event or something. And so now, yeah, it's almost like it's a clean slate. Whereas, you know, there's the, there are new properties for DC, but you don't think the Batman, when that shows up in 2021, like that that's your next, you know, marquee after yeah. Wonder Woman. I want I think to answer your initial question, though, Zach, because yeah. you asked if this year is the defining year, if this year moved us forward. For movies, yes. For TV, absolutely not. I think that this was a really, we were struggling for TV this year because we are making huge announcements about HBO Max and DC Universe and Disney Plus and all of the places that we are planning on going that some of the television series this year really suffered. A lot of our Marvel shows and DC shows were canceled. Uh, A lot of them were were canceled very abruptly and we didn't get the endings that we wanted them to. Sorry to Swamp Thing, yeah. um, which I know still hurts Swamp you. Swamp Thing, Luke Cage, Did, Iron Fist. Right. Like, they're, they're Mar- still... Marvel Television and then just recently just getting shuttered. The yeah. whole division. Um, and, you know, Cloak and Dagger. Uh, there's, there's a ton of different shows that didn't get to play out, shows that people love. But I think it is going to ultimately set up the success of both uh, TV shows. But even having Crisis this year made DC TV on the CW really horrible for f- three months beforehand because all of their money was going towards crisis and we had whack TV for quite some time. So movies, yes, 2019 was the year. TV, this is a building year. I, I am having fun watching Crisis. It's, it's Crisis insane. is great. Crisis it's is so fun. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen them do. Yeah, but getting to Crisis was a disaster. It's a very year. old school, pre-Crisis DC comic kind of comic, where it's just <laughs> ludicrous, bonkers, hold on, none of it is going to make any sense. Just... That's, that's the thing. Like Endgame felt like Jonathan Hickman's like master plan of like uh-huh. the guy in his basement, like, I'm going to figure this all out. Crisis is like... You guys want to see some crazy shit? We got yeah. Kurt Ward. Yeah. Totally. Kurt Ward. Yeah, like, walking down like the street. four seconds. But uh, to Roxy's point about the the streaming services, I think next year is also going to be even more confusing because how many people really understand HBO Max? How many people who have I HBO don't. as a subscription think that they're going to get HBO Max and don't realize they have to then add it on? And what do you get if you add it on? And isn't Doom Patrol on both? It's Follow up question: What is DC Universe? Yeah. yeah, right. And what what is any of it? You know, so, I cover this stuff and I'm still a little bit right. confused. 
choose if I'm going to have HBO Max or if I have to buy it. Well, yeah. and then there's just so many streaming services. I've been wanting to watch so many of the DC Universe shows for so long, but I haven't like been able to afford the DC Universe. Like that's just another streaming service that you need to have. And there's so many. And now there's Disney Plus, and there's going to be all those shows on there. How can you have everything? HBO Max, Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what I will say is everything you guys are saying is fair. It's complicated, it's expensive, but the actual content that came out on DC Universe this year was bomb.com. Season 2 of Titans crushed season 1 of Titans. Doom Patrol was amazing. Swamp Thing till it was canceled was great, and the Harley Quinn animated series is seriously one of the best animated series I've ever seen. I, it, and Young Justice too. Young Justice. They came with the content. Young this Justice year. as well. They came the stuff that actually aired there, but Nobody's watching it. Nobody has the app. Nobody can tell the difference between if that stuff is going to air on HBO Max. So it's confusing. It's expensive. But at least the content's good. Well, Harley that's what Quinn, I keep hearing. <laughs> Harley Quinn is amazing. It's amazing. I, I watched the first three episodes. This is... It is a comic book show made by people who love the comic books and are just like, I'm going to have some fun. It's awesome. So it's the most fun, yeah. Talk about a palate cleanser or anything. Just watch that show. It'll be hard to find anything... To, to complain about because it knows exactly what it is. So you're not fighting against some canon or something or trying to make it make more sense. It doesn't matter. There's, it's just funny. They've, just, they've realized that there's no reason to like hold characters back. Like, yeah, you can throw Wonder Woman in for a scene and just run with it. Just have fun. Even if she's not a main character, like, let the let the let the creators play in the sand with the sandbox, right? And I think that's a, a lot that you got on on television of you know just a few years ago. You know, it was always like, oh, that's fine that Dick Grayson is in this show, but you're never going to see Bruce Wayne, and then you do this year, and it's like, oh, it's Supergirl, but you're never right. going to see her cousin, and you do. So it's just like, yeah, let's let's see the thing we really want. Uh, because if you always hold it back, it's like, yeah, but it's never going to give us what we're actually hoping for. You know, Agents of Shield. There was always as, as much as I like the show. It was like, oh boy, it sure would be nice to have a superhero or two, you know, like that. Can't have that, That's what I'm saying. So yeah. they lost yeah. the marvelness of yeah. that show because that possibility of anyone showing up. You, you're more conscious watching Agent of Shield that they're deliberately sidestepping it, so you're not going to see someone that you know. Like you're not going to, you know, get some intergalactic person like when they're off world in space. Like there's yeah. thousands of characters you could be going to there, and just not a lot. So what do you guys think of? What was the defining story of Marvel te television for 2019? Because there certainly was less of it than DC content. <gasps> so I mean, I mean, I, unfortunately, I, the defining story would be the Netflix cancellations because right. you lost yeah. like your your best shows. But I would say before the cancellation, even once we knew that you know these shows weren't going to come back. But if you remember when Daredevil season three came out, that we still thought there might be a season four, right. and that for me was my favorite of all the Marvel seasons. Just and that was period. this year. That was this year. It was Daredevil season three. I thought uh, that was. Was this year? Yeah, that was I thought. Year? I thought Jessica it was Jones. In the beginning of the year. The beginning of the year. <laughs> yeah, I thought Jessica Punisher Jones. Punisher was this year, and and Punisher Jessica was. Jones yeah. was this year. Daredevil. Daredevil was at the beginning of the we, year. We did the after. We show. did the after yeah. show. Yeah. Uh, and what? The my, Jessica Jones season mind. three was great. Yeah, yeah we, that was what uh, okay. Adam and I did together. Yeah, Full Killer. I thought that was a fantastic season. I thought Daredevil season three was great, and then lest, lest we not forget, one of the favorite shows of all time was Legion. Yes. Yes. Oh yes. my god. Yeah. Yes. And season three was. Fantastic. Fantastic. It was season so one crazy. and season three. Yeah. I'm stuck three. on Daredevil. Uh, I'm stuck on Daredevil. I think well, look it up. Right, right. I, I believe it was October of 2019. Uh, 2018. 2018. Oh, oh, well, that's the first year for me. That's okay. when it dropped. But I feel way better about my brain now. Because <laughs> I, I don't because now I'm I'm realizing that I that, that was so in much. October of last year. Yeah, Holy I just thought really. it wasn't that long ago. But it's wow. the, the point, you know, it's, Thank you, it's fine. Because Jessica Jones was definitely this year. Yeah, that was yes. this year. And, uh, and we, Zia and I did the, did Punisher, the Punisher after, after show. show. We loved the Punisher That's season yeah. two. Runaways just dropped yeah. season three on us, which I, I've only had time to watch one episode of because like I wanted to watch the Harley Quinn and some stuff on DC Universe once I did the free trial to watch Harley Quinn. So when when I hear that you haven't even watched all of, of Runaways as a, as a Marvel okay, fan. To be fair, it's been out for a week, though. Okay, so, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's been out for like four days. Okay. Four days. Um, Shame them anyway. Go ahead. Happy? <laughs> I'm just curious as to what your fan, uh, like, your consensus and what your, your fans thought of this whole thing, like, because Marvel's going the opposite direction of DC now. Everything is now engulfed. 
TV, streaming, and movies. It's all one universe now. On one hand, that sounds incredibly exciting. It's also now the risks and the, the chances. It's really alienating. Yeah, what do you think but about I, it? I Are think you happy the, about I, it? I think the quality control is going to be a lot better. You, we yeah. will never again get uh, a show like The Gifted, which was just An X-Men painful. show with no X-Men. And, and, and is not X, something yeah, an X-Men show that was painfully disappointing uh, every week. But I will yeah. say that but you risk not getting shows like Legion sure. that get to play with stuff like, oh, Charles Xavier is in this universe and, and doing random stuff, and it doesn't have to affect the other side. What I will say is, like, there may be, I think, I think they, Kevin Feige is 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 aware of it. It's probably the live action will probably stay inside the MCU. You might not, not branch away, but if he keeps going with and they've said they're going to follow through on like the three or four animated shows that are coming to Hulu that are adult animated shows. You got Howard the Duck, Modok, Hitmonkey, Tiger and Dazzler. Eventually, eventually, we're also getting Hellstrom too, which yeah. is live action, and we don't know if that's going to fit. But that's more old school Marvel fit. television. That's, that's right. a it is, but it's yeah. still going. It's like still, they're still, it'll still developing happing, it. Yeah. Yeah. But you, so but we'll that has more than one season. I will be shocked. I, I think everyone yeah, on the, at this on uh, table yeah. would be would be surprised. Yeah, but Adam, you're not wrong that like there's. I love the fact that the Marvel TV shows that are going to be on Disney Plus are going to be super interconnected with the movies. Like, there's rumors that I saw just this week that we may get uh, Doctor Strange on WandaVision because, like, we know that she's going to show up in his movie, so he yeah. may just, like, stop by. Probably it's a transition scene. It's like a post credit scene. Well, why thing. not? The dude does a regular TV show that he still makes, you know? It's not like well, once, can't once, get once in a while. He, he, he doesn't do it that often. Oh, sure. He does it, like, every Super three not years. Regularly. They must have it's like season. Four, four episodes every three years. Can, <laughs> can I ask you guys, of the, of the movies that we got this year, this is hard, and you might not want to play along with me, but can you guys rank them? Can oh, you rank I know the Zia movies that we easiest. got this year? You're talking about just Marvel? No. Oh, all of them. All of them. That's, oof. Well, we not, get... not every movie that ever was, yeah, but, but the, for right, this year. For this year. So I'm cheating because I'm looking at what you have right there. Uh, this is I'm my ranking. This uh, is no, 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 but this list. is the order. Uh, yeah. Just off the top of my head, I'm going to, uh, it's easy to go uh, Endgame number one. Mm-hmm. And I would actually put uh, Spider-Man was probably my number two. Then I'm going to put Joker. And then I'm going to put Shazam. And I'm a sucker. I really liked Dark Phoenix, and then I'll put Captain Marvel last. But I, Ooh, I like them all. I like them all. So you yeah. really, you really like Dark Phoenix? Yeah, because okay. uh, <laughs> honestly, I just wanted to hear you say it. One no, more time. I, I, well, I see that's on, on our show. I mention all the time that. It, it, once they gave me uh, Nightcrawler the way I'd always wanted to see him, I'm like, I'll kind of shrug off everything else. I just wanted some sure. Nightcrawler. There yeah. were enough totally. parts of that yeah. movie that I that I liked it just personally more than... Ours is really similar. Captain Marvel's well, down there Captain for me. because I know Captain Marvel's your last. It's my last one. Um, so Dark Phoenix came above that, but I think I have to switch it up. I think I have to have Avengers Endgame, Joker, uh, Shazam, Far From Home, Dark Phoenix, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Do you know yours? Yeah, I, I definitely put uh, uh, Endgame at the top and Joker behind it. And then there's like a steep drop and I have <laughs> Spider-Man and Shazam <laughs> kind of neck and neck. Like very, that movie, I could like one or the other more than each one. Like very scratching the same itches. Um, and uh, I gotta say, uh, uh, Captain Marvel was, was okay, not tremendously rewatchable for me. Uh, and Dark Phoenix is the first release that I still have yet to see. The first of these movies Whoa. that I can't even believe. You're not you're not the only person I've talked I to can't. who's like as into this stuff as we are. That just was like they just they just didn't feel it. Not they even once things. in the theater. Yeah. That's never happened yeah. to me. Damn, it's crazy. Because of word of mouth. Yeah, because of word of mouth and because I'm so... I, I, for one, am very excited that everything's going under Marvel because for the universe to really expand the way we know it can expand, you need to do these TV shows. Yeah. Just what I was saying, like the crossovers are the crossovers, but it's all the little, the more granular it gets. And I'm all down for the experiment, especially since DC is not doing it. So it's like I'm all for everything Marvel being under one roof, and I love that DC is not doing that same thing. So we could really follow this experiment and see how the universe can get detailed. I just love that they're different approaches. I think that's the part that's so Mm -hmm. cool is that, like, you will get... The, the interconnected like comic book universe feel out of Marvel and that's like a great unique thing but DC can also go off and do bizarre Elseworlds stories and just like run the gamut on, on whatever they want to think of and so you can have both but uh, Roxy what's your ranking? Um, Dark Phoenix definitely comes in dead last for me. Uh, <laughs> then there's a steep climb mm-hmm. and then we've got everything else I really liked but next would be Spider-Man Far From Home then would be Shazam. 
We're working our way up yep. from the bottom. Just wanted to make sure. Then yeah. would be Captain Marvel. Then would be Endgame. Then would be Joker. Okay. okay. All right. Joker at number I like one. I like different that. Different one. Yeah. That was like good ranking. I feel weird ranking because I didn't. I'm hiding again behind my mic. I, didn't I can't see, believe this. I didn't see Joker. Yet. I can't believe this. I, I like that when you said what you didn't see. We're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense, Zach. It's like shame. <laughs> well, he made the time to see Frozen too, but not the Joker. Let's be Ooh. let's be honest. Whoa. I did make that mistake. <laughs> Can I ask you? Was it like a? a Political decision, or no, was it a? Um, the, the, the part of it is that like I saw the trailers, I saw what the movie was going to be, I heard from everyone what like what like where it like landed. Not like full reviews. I don't know right. everything about the movie, but it wasn't something I was excited to see just because those kinds of like Martin Scorsese gangster movies are not my thing. Or do you think you're gonna see it? I will. Oh, I actually okay. like tried to. See, I tried to see it twice. I had tickets to it twice, and one time I had personal stuff come up, and I had to like cancel and, and move on. And the other time, uh, I ended up seeing Frozen Two instead. That time doesn't seem as legit. I will so be belting into the unknown all holiday season, so y'all can <laughs> buzz off. I, by the way, I would rather show my four year old Joker than show my four year old Frozen Two. But anyway, but go the, on. But this oh. is the thing. Wow. Like, <laughs> but it was just like for. But this, this <laughs> what? is what is that speaking about? You as a parent or the movie? I don't understand that a parent, but I don't think that's right. It was more of like this is like what do I want to see when I go to the movies? I'm usually looking for something, especially because I've been insanely busy this year. The last few months, I've been working like six days a week minimum uh, because of like just bouncing around. Well, good for you. (laughs) Yeah, rub it in our faces, why don't you? Not all of it get not all of it necessarily paid, but that's a whole other thing. Um, but it was just like I had to pick and choose. And when I went to the theater, I wanted to see something fun, like something right, uh, something you know, that I was going to walk I, away with like, I, a smile I, on I my face. Dancing I, I, Joker. I can ag- I can agree with it. There is dancing in yeah. Joker. And by the way, there's a there's a comedy show in, in there. There's jokes that are told. In yes. it. But anyway, Sam very funny. The, I will agree yeah. with you on the sense that you know it. when <laughs> when you start to hear what the uh, the Oscar nominees are, there's some that you go like, I guarantee that's a great movie. I don't want to see it in the theater. I think it's going to bum me out too much. And look, my my wife's in the Writers Guild, so I get a lot of screeners. I'm like, I'm going to watch that at home. I, you know, so when I go to the movies, I almost I'd say 90 percent of the time I'm there because I want to have fun, not because I'm like I'm going to see this great movie that's totally going to bum me out. So I, I do agree with your. I understand of, your point anyway. But, but, I, also, but also again, just like gangster movies don't get me excited. So like knowing that this was a gangster movie, I wasn't super excited to see it. But I will see it because I like the Joker and I want to see more. Like I'm curious what they do with this. Well, picture. After I, you see it, uh, we'll see if you still call it a gangster movie. Yeah, I was gonna oh, say interesting. it's yeah. not really a gangster movie, yeah. and I will say this, I didn't leave the theater bummed out in any yeah. way, shape, or form. I did. I Did you? <laughs> Roxy yeah. was like, yes. We're a little disturbed. <laughs> but, we had a, yeah, it's a little bit of a, a spacey not, feeling. Yeah, bummed's a weird word. Not bummed because it wasn't good. I told you it was my number one. It was yeah, amazing. Yeah. But bummed like Ugh. About the world, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that part's a little bit unfortunate, but it, it, it's it's a, a movie that legitimately makes you think, and I don't think that's a bad thing. I I enjoyed the fact that I left there um, feeling the way that I felt, and and I don't know if down is the word. I I really left, you know, discussing it and and just talking about what a fantastic movie it was. It does make you, I, I don't know, maybe I'm cynical. I think I look at the world like that anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so for me, it's just like, oh, this is normal. But anyway, my rankings of the other ones. Yep. Endgame, uh, Spider-Man, Captain Marvel barely, but does edge out Shazam for me, and then Dark Phoenix at the bottom. Not because I, I hated it. I was I like close to, I I was close to a Christian where it's like, I didn't hate that. I didn't love it either. It just was sort of like a C, a C minus. By the way, I, I, I tend to like it, and it's still second to last for me. I, I like it more than anybody I know. I, and I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'm out, it got to the point where, you know, this is going to be a really exciting thing to watch at home when it's available at home. Like, I just finally watched Hellboy the other day, and I think oh. I was able to totally enjoy it because it was just like, you I had are. no expectations. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> Roxy's judgmental well, face Roxy right and Zia are both very disappointed. I thought there was a lot to enjoy Whoa. in Hellboy. Well, no, see, the thing about Hellboy is I love the premise. I love the story. They just cheaped out on the CGI, and that was my biggest issue with that movie. Is they it was it was just that part was so bad that seeing it in theater I think does a disservice to the I, movie. I think you, I think some of the, the right CG choice. came off actually really good to me, <sighs> and some well, of it was awful. Some of it was, but terrible. some of it I was like, this is way better than I had. It all had to do with expectations, yeah. though. How I, about the kiss? 
Oh god, yeah. <laughs> By the way, speaking of uh, Baba Ryan Yaga, the... that was cool. Baba, Baba Yaga, Yaga there was, was some, cool. there was some really interesting okay. stuff. I, I know that we're fair. limited on time, but I'd love to ask Ryan in the booth. What's your favorite Marvel and favorite DC movie of the year? Just pick one of each. I mean, Endgame Joker. Yeah. Endgame Joker. Okay, I just, it's go. kind of easy. It's an easy yeah. one too. But do you want to know what's crazy is that if this had been a different year, uh, then Spider Man could have been my favorite, and it was like second to last for me. But I lo- and I love that movie, so it is an easy one too, only because they were so great. Yeah. But so many of them would have stacked up in other years. That's how I feel about the Oscars. I thought Shazam was great. Like, Shazam it, was, it was awesome. Fourth on my list, but that wasn't. it's not a knock. It was just that I the other ones all hit these very specific points of stuff yeah. that I loved. Yeah, I, no, Zia didn't like Captain Marvel, but I did, and it's still, it's still. I think it's my last one, but it's just because something's got to be at the bottom. You know, it's the only <laughs> reason it's there. Still I can't I, believe that Captain Marvel and Shazam are two different movies <laughs> that came out the same year. I that know. Is, after, it, all this time, they could have been made, and they both land on 2019. That is so Weren't they weird. like a week apart? Yeah. Part. It was less than a month. It was less than a month. Yeah, so I, had, I had a super nerdy like glasses push up the forehead moment this week when Google released their like top superhero searches of the year, and Captain Marvel was like number was number one by like a huge margin over okay. Captain America. I'm like, yeah, but but that's two different heroes. Like that's cheating. <laughs> There were true. there were two of them running around. Of course, it's getting searched more. It's confusing. Um, but <laughs> I love anyway. this. Langley M. Neely in the chat says Shazam is my fave DC film of the year. Interesting. Oh. Uh, also, people reminding us that there's darker things in the world than Joker. People mentioning Schindler's List. So maybe if you go in thinking <laughs> so about was... Schindler's List and you go see but Schindler's List, twenty five years ago, you know, you know ago. what kind of movie that point. is too. <laughs> going into yeah. going into a comic book movie and having it go to a dark place and leave you there is not something that we've seen many times. Usually that film ends with an upbeat beat. I wouldn't even say, you know, Infinity War is like, yes, everybody kind of dies, but you're also like, if, you know we're coming back. If you this. want me to pick yeah. what was the most fun of all of these, is Shazam by Shazam. a mile. Shazam is definitely the most fun of all these movies. Yes, and, and, and maybe the other side of that is that you don't feel the stakes is heavy yeah. because it's having so much fun, so I think the balance is somewhere in yeah. there. It's like, I want it to have weight, and if, if there was a, a knock against Shazam, it would be that. Like, it's just like, you did that beat at the end of the film where everybody's got the powers and everybody knows how to use them and like I like the world creating I also think it's great that not every movie is for everybody at every age I am a 42 year old man (laughs) who's been watching this stuff my whole life I want a different thing now and I want someone to want Shazam and I'm not going to get mad if it's not a certain thing to me if that's not what it intended to do I love that and I was going to say too that I love the fact that they're playing around with ratings we're getting rated R movies Joker was rated R and there's and it still made so much money that they're realizing it's I think you said this Zach that it's not going to hurt the box office anymore no, I think after Deadpool and Logan everybody was like oh yeah we're definitely going to need to get into yeah, that world and you can have both <sighs> yeah. you well, can have both thank you for that transition Zia because we were talking about that out Side while we were looking ahead at 2020 and what's coming because there's a number of of movies that like and a couple of them are potentially based on some rumors going to push from a PG-13 first movie like Venom to potentially Venom 2 might be R-rated okay. and that's just that my rumor? rumor is that still a rumor that's a, it's a rumor it hasn't been confirmed yet well but... more than rumor that's what's happening for Harley it is yeah. so we're exciting. getting more of these R-rated superhero films because they, like the box office isn't really going to be affected it's just they're going to embrace the source material, and that's going to help the box office because they're going to make a good movie. I think uh, whereas people fear, and I don't think Marvel will succumb to this, but people are always talking about will there be a Marvel fatigue because there's a similarity between the films. I, I think that they're going to find a way to completely you know, get around that. But knowing that DC is not always going to be the same kind of thing, I think plays to its advantage in the long run. Uh, and uh, you know, looking forward to next year, we certainly have... Three huge female-led properties. Yeah. Like it's the year of the woman, including a sequel to a hugely successful uh, DC property in yeah. Wonder Woman. You're 84. talking about Birds of Prey, Wonder Woman, and Black Widow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Big tentpoles. All so of them in the first uh, half of uh, the year. Yeah. Um, like they're all just coming. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Because right Wonder top. Woman is June. Yeah. Um, what? Do, so let's let's look at the, these movies that are coming out next year. Because in February, uh, you got Bert. I love this title. By the way, go for it. Uh, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of Harley Quinn. Of, of one, one Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. Excuse I wrote it down you. wrong. I wrote yeah. it down wrong. Yeah, um. <laughs> that's real. And we we've been speculating every single week on the show. We don't know what this is. We do not know what this is. Uh, down for the ride, though. 
excited for some Black Canary. And yeah, this just... movie, uh, this movie could be a huge hit too. You know, it's 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 a very modest budget compared to a lot of the films. It's on a par with I think Joker, maybe a little bit more than Joker. Uh, it, it's kind of redundant and silly to say, but if it's reviewed well, it's going to do crazy. But in terms of profit. Yeah. You guys are excited I, I, for it? I, I'm, yes. I'm excited for Actually, it. Actually, very. <laughs> because, look, they took they took the thing out of Suicide Squad. That's the one thing that people who are more casual fans talk about favorably. The thing everybody talks about the most is Jared Leto's Joker. But the thing they talk about favorably <laughs> is Harley Quinn. And to put her in a movie, everybody's like, yeah, I, I want that. I want Marco Robbie in a movie. I want her as Harley Quinn. And then you get all the other stuff, too. So it's like, it's not just like, okay, it's the Harley Quinn solo movie, which I think would have been great. But this is like, they've packed so much into it. I'm very excited for that. I I, I hope it's uh, every bit as great and weird as it looks. Yeah. I mean, like Roxy said, you don't know what you're going to get. It just looks like this wonderful mashup of odd color, fantastic, yeah. like crazy. I'm just excited to go in and see what we get. But it just, it looks so um, interesting. So you think that Jared Leto's Joker was more discussed or searched <laughs> than Enchantress Dance? Uh, I think so. I do think so. You might yeah. be right. Now, certainly yeah. not among my circle of right. friends. Yeah. <laughs> would certainly be Enchantress Dance. Uh, but yeah, in general, you might be right. Yeah. Uh, moving ahead, I'm very cu- I'm curious <laughs> to hear your guys' thoughts because the second like Marvel DC movie coming out in 2020 will be The New Mutants. Uh-huh. Wait, wait, is that still being released? Uh, well, alleged, it's allegedly. on the schedule. It's on the schedule. Uh, there's, I, I just think no chance. That right. it comes out or that it's good? Both. Okay. Uh, either. I mean, I, if it comes out, then it, that it's good. If it that it's good. I, do you guys think, because of all the delays, do you think, is there any part of your Marvel zombie brains that thinks that they have re-engineered it to tie into the new Marvel universe? No. Or do you think it's the last outlier? I had a crazy the theory outlier. that it will, it, that they're going to not really specify it in the in the movie. But if Kevin, but Kevin Feige is going to leave it open enough that like he could backdoor bring these characters into the MCU when he does the mutants movie uh, in a couple I, of years. I think it's the last outlier. And, and we're for I, sure going to see it? Yeah, but are you going to see it in a theater? I don't know for sure, or, but I, I think so. Or Hulu. Yeah, Could but I think it'll Hulu. come out in March. And the only reason I'm actually excited for it is because I love those characters to begin with, so I want it to be good. I'm not convinced that it will be, but I yeah. do want it to be good because I'm excited to see those characters on the big screen yeah. or maybe on my TV screen. Why would it be Hulu and not Disney Plus? Because uh, it's, it's a horror movie. Yeah. It's a horror, yeah. It's it like uh, it's supposed to be about PG thirteen, so maybe it goes Disney Plus. But it it's supposed it, it, to be scary. It so feels I more like Hulu. Expect it yeah. to be Hulu. It does also. If Disney Plus is the home for all the new Marvel content that is all under one roof, why would they want to invite? Confusion? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I mean, tonally, I like the idea. I, I would love to see a a horror movie that's Disney and in sort of that universe. But yeah, I think that it's kind of been. Yeah, we've talked Back about shelved it. a bit too much. <laughs> we talked about it a little bit. I'm only speeding through because we're running low on time. But like Black Widow comes out in May. Uh, at some point in the summer, we're getting Agents of Shield. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984 hits June 5th. Well, that's the one I'm most year? excited for next year. Yeah, yeah. Wonder, Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman because uh, yes, give, everything I'm seeing looks great. I love Patty Jenkins. I love Gal Gadot. I think that this movie is going to be pretty phenomenal. I'm yes. really excited for Black Widow, too. I've been missing in the Marvel Universe some good old-fashioned hand-to-hand combat. As much as I love their, our big epics, we've, we've had a lot of CGI, which is part of the storytelling. But, man, do I miss that hand-to-hand uh, Winter Soldier style. Slash and I Florence think, Pugh is the best. Yeah, I she think we're going to get great. some of that, and I can't wait for it. I, I, I like that there, are themes be, there seem to be things in the movie that there are still secret from us. We don't know. Oh, like, as there should we be. don't know anything about what the hell Taskmaster's doing there. Um, There's going to be snuggets and surprise guest stars and cameos. There's going to be flashbacks to when David Harbour's character is in his prime, and you're going to yeah. see maybe a Hank Pym. You never know, but that's the point: is you never know, and you know you're going to get something. I'm really excited for Wonder Woman because I want to get. I want to see more Greek mythology brought in, and like I, my crazy prediction that this is my only opportunity to throw out there. I think they're going to pull um, Steve Trevor out of Hades, and you're going to rope Hades into this story because that seems the cleanest way to bring him into the '80s. Is like. Hades is the, per, like the a person. Purgatory. The person is literally just like either involved and is 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 part of his conspiracy to get to Wonder Woman, or uh, somebody went into Hades. What about the that place. rock, though? The, In what? the trailer. The rock. Yeah, the stone. The 
No. no. Not Dwayne you, Johnson. Are, are, are you setting up that, that possibly Steve Trevor goes back to Hades and then Wonder Woman 3 is like mirrors uh, Search for Spock and it's the search for Steve Trevor? How great would that be? <laughs> and the, the third oh, the third movie just is all spent in Greek mythology land like Olympus and Hades? That, Please. That Wonder would, Woman looks oh. so good though. They nailed the 1980s feeling of a music video with the trailer and I think that's why I've watched it so many Me times. Mm-hmm. Um, a movie that I think only Zia is excited for, Morbius. Yeah. Yeah. It's in July. Speaking of our friend Jared Leto. I, well, yeah, that and Matt Smith. I just want to see Matt Smith in absolutely anything and everything, so I'm excited for I'm, that. I'm there for that. He 100%. is the only yeah. reason I'm excited about well, that yeah, movie. But I also think that if they do it right, it could be really, really good, and it'll be, because we, you know, we're going to have Blade, but I think that it's cool to get these different sort of things. Again, it's sort of outside of what we've been getting, and I think that if they do it right, it will be very fun. Roxy and Adam, are you excited about Morbius or indifferent? It's so indifferent it hurts. <laughs> This is, again, this is a comic that I did not read a lot. Morbius, the only time I would see him, and he'd cross over in like a Spider-Man yeah. comic. So yeah. I'm, and, and Sony's track record is so mixed to poor. I mean, True. Into the Spider-Verse is like one of the best all-time films, so that gives it a lot of points. But I'm kind of mixed on the other stuff, so I'm, I'm indifferent. Let it be great. And at the but, back at the back of the year with Sony, you've got Venom two coming out right at, like the top of October. So in time for Halloween to get you're getting in the Halloween spirit. And Venom two, whether it's rated PG thirteen or R, is coming with Carnage played by Woody Harrelson. Yeah, epic. I, I'm, I'm probably more positive about Morbius than Venom 2 right now. Venom 2 would have to go a long way to earn me really liking it or to be excited about it. Because What did you think of the first one? I, it just wasn't what I liked about the character. To I me, loved it. I, Thanks for asking. I, I, I very specifically like about Venom that he's in Spider-Man's head and that's how we get him. It made it terrifying to read about as a kid. The fact that he knows everything about Peter Parker and he's just a little bit better than him. That was really... Awe-inspiring. So if you come at him from a different point of view, then maybe you can appreciate this. But for me, it was like you took away half of what made the character great. So it would have been better if he had been in a Spider-Man movie or Spider-Man had been in oh, the Venom movie. I yeah. definitely, yeah. Well, I definitely agree with that. I, I found yeah. the movie interesting, but uh, yeah, I yeah. would love to see him as, as part of Spider-Man. I wouldn't say interesting enough that I'm excited about a sequel. I'm very indifferent about it, I would say. Roxy, are you are you going to see Venom too? Yeah, duh. Well, I, <laughs> there's not a movie that we've mentioned that I have, I'm not going to see. Are you see them all. rushing out, excited to see Venom too? Yeah, I loved the first Venom. All right. Oh, great! Me I too. loved it. Yeah, Roxy loves a lot one. of films, and, and Roxy's I love Suicide Squad. Yeah, don't at me. No, I like Suicide Squad quite a <laughs> bit, you. actually, until the end. I don't care what anyone says. I thoroughly enjoyed that movie, and I liked the characters that we got, and I liked the actors that played those characters. All right, the portrayal. Closing. I'm sorry. I'm, no, uh, that's okay. I just I don't mean to skibbity bop you in the back. Way and I'm bringing that up, phrase back. Um, <laughs> November sixth, the last one of the year uh, for movies is the Eternals. That's going to be crazy. Do y'all see Camille Nanjiani's muscles? Uh, oh my gosh. We no. did a story He's on right it today. There. Obviously, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. It's on the background of my phone. Okay, I'm glad we got to see this because did anyone notice that his arms were a little distracting in the last season of uh, Silicon Valley? I was like, well, I had heard him talk about the fact that he was bulking up and he's yeah. like, I want to do it and all this. And I'm like, good for you. But man, uh, Dinesh was like jacked in Silicon Valley. This is crazy. Yeah, this could be great. I hope it's great. But it's again, it gets a big X factor. It could, there's like, there's nothing for me to ground right now to know why or why not this is going to be a great movie. They, I mean, they haven't given us anything. They right. We don't have anything. So like I, the costumes. I kind of don't mind going into this movie blind at all. I'm excited. I just want to. I don't even really want to know anything about it. I just want to go watch it. I, I hope that the trajectory for Marvel films is not to just get lighter and lighter and lighter. Yeah. You know. I hope they bring it back a little bit. Like I hope it's just not. Guardians level. I hope that there are some stakes. I hope we bring it back. I mean, I know there's going to be humor because it's part of the brand, but I just, you know, I want to. I want to get back in there. Less Ant Man, Guardians. I hope it's just a little bit tick towards a self seriousness. I agree. I actually like that you get both. I, I like that we have Guardians and we have Ant Man, but I agree. I think you you need those movies as well. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, look, there, there, the that tone, the tonal balance between both sides. Like DC is gonna have to, is balancing the other direction. Like you can't go too dark, but you want to have the light. You don't want to go far. Marvel's got to bring a little bit more darkness in, which they do occasionally. Um, so, last thing. Uh, I mean, those are all the things that we're getting, other than the Disney Plus Falcon right. and Winter Soldier, which all that is worth mentioning. Like that is the and thing I'm most Max. curious and looking so, forward yeah, to. Yeah, so I, I don't even know which ones are planned for 2020 for HBO Max. 
Because have they announced yet which well, ones are which? We know Stargirl uh, for uh, for DC Universe and HBO Max and CW. Oh, okay. Wait, Stargirl's oh, HBO Max too? There, okay. I, I, th- I think it's going to be on all three places right. or something like that. Well, I think, C- yeah, I think your CW shows go everywhere. No, it's not it's- starting on CW. It's starting on DC. And then the next and night, and the next it day, airs, it's yeah. on. Uh, and CW. they're doing that with season two of Doom Patrol too, yeah, right? Oh it's going to be on. Both. That's airing on two, but not mm-hmm. on CW. Okay, not CW. Okay. Gotcha. Because okay. too dark. Uh, my head hurts. And there's so many, but j- just as a TV time person, I just have to know because we didn't get to talk too much TV. I know we got to get out of here. What was your favorite comic book show of this year, or DC or Marvel show of this year? Well, since I was wrong about Daredevil, uh, <laughs> it, it, it's uh, it's going to be Legion. I don't even have to actually really think about it beyond that. So the final season of Legion. Obviously, that's going to be yours, and mine's going to be Watchmen. What my Watchmen is to you is Legion to Marvel. Mm. Oh, uh, Watchmen for oh, me. I know. He's a I, 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 I know that. You're kicked I, off the panel, I, Zach. Watchmen. <laughs> yeah, I, Watchmen. I thought was was the best. I love Legion. Those two. They're both up there, and they both scratch that itch that is something different within the world. That uh, a, a little bit more grown up palette. And uh, I'm very thankful for both those that are still, uh, you know, who knows? That might be the only Watchmen we ever get, you know? And it could be good with that. Mine has to be Legion and Punisher. Um, And and I say that because I actually haven't watched any of the DC shows. And not because I don't want to, just because I haven't had time and Mm -hmm. I haven't had a chance. But the beautiful thing about it is that they will all still be there and I can go back and watch them, which I fully intend on doing. The, the one thing I'll leave, uh, I want to leave on the conversation that I think Watchmen proved more than anything, and I hope that Disney Plus keeps this in mind and they keep doing weekly releases. Stop releasing binge shows. The, like, the Runaways should not have been all dropped at once. I hope that Disney Plus, that they've said that they're going to, I hope they continue the way that Mandalorian has been week to week. Watch the conversation that we got to have with Watchmen over the last. I nine couldn't agree weeks with you more. That, was, that's so well said. Was so much fun hearing people's reactions to it every time because it built well, and it was fun uh, to, uh, to and, show. And I know yeah. we have to go, but it's it's the point you made. You mentioned the Mandalorian. Imagine if that had all come out at once. And yeah. the way we've talked about it for the last two months. You have to chew on it yeah. for the same right. week. I, and I, I think we place. need that for this show. So, we have too much fun, guys. Agreed. We might yeah. have to do it more than annually. Yeah. Yeah. This was so. This was a blast. I had a great time. Oh. Hope you guys did, too. We are going to be back in the new year for Marvel Movie News. Same for DC. We're skipping you. We'll be back heavy in 2021. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to be a fun break. Have have a great have, have a great holiday wherever whatever holiday you're spending whatever time you're gonna do I want to let's make sure we get where you can keep up with people while we're away starting at the far end with Zia. Oh. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zia underscore land. That is X-I-A underscore land. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. And tomorrow at 11 a.m. Pacific, I'll be doing a special Marvel TV Weekly where I talk to, for the third time this year, X-Men creator Chris Claremont. So please tune oh, in wow. for that. I'm everywhere at Roxy Stryer. And if you want to watch DC Movie News, that will be back in the new year every Friday, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the Popcorn Talk Network. Excellent. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam Gertler. Uh, if you're ever at a doghouse restaurant, you can put my sausages and hot dogs in your mouth. And uh, if you get a ninja foodie or a grill uh, this holiday season, uh, I'm on the infomercials from that, and I, I can tell you how to use them. <laughs> I'm Zach Wilson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson. Marvel Movie News will be back in January fr- Thursdays at 1 p.m. Guys, this has been Marvel and DC Movie News. Thanks for geeking out with us. Yes. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.